1: Chicago's Afternoon News, 720 WGN. A Lincoln Park restaurant has closed after the city yanked its license amid a battle between the owner, neighbors, and officials over whether it was a nightclub or an eatery. The owner is Rashad Bailey. He opened dinner and a movie in the 2500 block of North Ashland Avenue. And... Rashad, you have been so vocal on so many different levels about what has happened. Now, I know sometimes your language has been colorful, so, you know, you're on the radio. Keep it to a minimum, okay? You got so, you. No
0: F-bombs. I got you. I got
1: you. Yeah, no F-bombs. So, um, so the, the week you opened up, did you tell me or did I read? Yeah, we haven't spoke before. Did I read the week you opened up? You felt like people were coming in to shake you down a little bit?
0: It was the first day. It was like an episode of The Sopranos, And Tony Soprano himself pulls up and he says, I, I don't know who you are. I didn't approve this. And he pulled up with about 10 officers. Uh, I, I did a, you know, my campaign, you know, because it's all about strategic marketing unless you're going to get a promoter. or some marketing firm to promote your business. So I came up with the high school reunion. I said, well, everyone was pretty much stuck in the house because of coronavirus. And now everybody's free to move around, so let's bring people together and different groups together with a series of high school reunions. So I targeted 45 different schools. I mean, I I did a really good job with the alumni base. So the first day was for Lincoln Park High School Reunion. Pick some guys that play basketball. I mean, we had a packed house. And he pulls up, Commander uh, Papa Puski or whatever his name is, and he pulls up and he has about 10 guys with him. Just him. He's the only white shirt. The rest blue shirts. And they just said, "Well, what is this? Oh, um, a club. Uh, I didn't approve this. How did you get here? You know?" And I said, "Well, hello, you too. Uh, I'm not really sure how to answer that. I mean, I don't know. I got all my licenses and stuff." Uh, he said, "Yeah. Well, we got this, We got a call disturbance in the neighborhood. You know, the building's soundproof, so." You know, uh, there was a lady upstairs named Grace, um, the may be soundproof from the outside, but it's not, there's no, the, the subfloor is not soundproof going upstairs. Right.
1: Okay. So, in, you know, Rashid, before, I, I uh, just, so I just wanted to point out that you said that something happened on day one and your oh, business yeah, was sure. open for, for how long? Like you've been open for what, a year and a half or,
0: uh, yeah, day one, it was, uh, it happened. And by day seven, undercover officers were in and yes, uh, we were open for about 16 months. And I was in court for 14 months.
1: 14 months, you were in and out of court, and they eventually closed you down. And yeah. what was the reasoning for closing down dinner and a movie?
0: Well, they said that I didn't take enough reasonable steps. And, you know, that's uh, that whole thing is it's just, it's just nerve-wracking. So just to start with you, um, the first thing was the liquor. They said that my liquor sales were in proportion to my food sales were too high. But they said it was from my first two months of being open. But it doesn't specify where your numbers need to be. It just says incidental. So if you and your girls come out and you guys sit out and eat, and you get, get dinner and you all get like two or three margaritas, of course your margaritas, like it's going to add up to be more than what your dinner is, unless I'm selling sirloin steaks. What's right. the chicken and waffle? It's a night brunch. And so they say, well, it's not incidental then. And I'm just like, well, it is. They came for their dinner, and then they drank. But it doesn't specify where the numbers needed to be. And so, How
1: all much did you have so to spend in, in legal fees trying to keep this place open?
0: A good
1: $70,000. I bet. And, and eventually they close you down. You're accusing them of racism, and you're just done so with are. the entire city. Are you not going to open back up?
0: Well, DHCP is the mob. And, you know, when you got the police pushing them, send undercover agents to build cases off of nothing in the beginning. I mean, you don't have five undercover agents inside a restaurant within seven days of it being open. Like, yo, we sell waffles in Casamigo. We had drugs. Like, what are we doing here? With no incidents, by the way. I had an incident 45 days later, you know, because um, of failed emergency services. So...
1: And you've been very yeah. vocal, not only about the way you were treated, about the way the city is run overall. That's what's captured. Yes, you, you yeah. have a, you
0: know, and I, I mean, what are they going to do to me? I'm just, I'm a regular person. Like, I, there's no reason for me to try and, you know, make it sound good if it's not good. You got a, a black woman leading um, lead Chicago that is not from Chicago. And we have a problem in Chicago, in our black community, and you don't speak the language. And you haven't walked this, this, this life. You haven't been on a CTA. You know, you haven't been out there in the cold, shoveling snow, and it's cutting your face. You know nothing about the taste of Chicago, the old taste. You know, it's just, you know, the, the, the music, all these different things that you would think you're going to be a representation of the black community, right? But you're really not. And so, or you at least have some, some good people on your team that can direct you. Then we got a police guy, um, the, the superintendent. Where is he from? Dallas? Come on. Chicago crime? Dallas crime? What are we doing here? Nothing. We're chasing our tails. And so, so you feel like you're home.
1: representing the black community and that the black community has, uh, well, the mayor, the superintendent, all those people, Kim Fox, have turned their back on the black community.
0: Well, I'm not going to speak on Kim Fox. I don't know a lot about the legal system. What I'll tell you is this um, we have problems here, and irregular black people are sick of it. Because you kind of like, it's like, when you think everybody's black, everyone's the same. Not at all. You got some black people that walk on the sidewalk, and you got some that walk in the street. It's like, yo, why? it's two completely different walks of life. Only thing the same is our skin. And, you know, the the crazies are just as much a problem to us as everyone else. You know, hence we have the looting situation. You You keep ignoring the black community, taking their community centers away. Taking all the resources, the neighborhood sports, after school matters, you keep shaking it. What do you think is going to happen? A time ticking bomb. And all of a sudden now they're downtown and it's a problem and this and that. But you took the nurture aspect of their life away with these resources. Privileged white people can send their children anywhere that's private because they can afford it. But if you take the community center away from the community, what do you have? You just got a hood. It's not even a neighborhood anymore.
1: No it sounds to it sounds to me like, Rashid, that maybe maybe you shouldn't be in the restaurant business anyways. Maybe you should be running for office or doing something because you're pretty passionate about this and about what is happening politically in the city.
0: Well, it's dangerous. Uh, I'm, I'm okay with the... Uh, I'm, I'm 32, so I, I've lived it. You know, I've went to Simeon. I've went to Mount Carmel. I know about character. I know the difference between... What the, the, even the CPS. CPS is a joke. They owe us, they owe us money for the way they are like, teaching our children. We got everybody on a 10-year, your job's protected, and what are you producing? At Mount Carmel, no one's protected. You know what protects you? Results. A good education. How are your kids performing? There's no union for that. We'll bounce you out so quick and get someone else in. Well, because we're paying 1200 a month for kids to go there. No, it shouldn't be any different. Why is education at Lincoln Park different than education at Bogan? Let's talk about it. Don't talk about I, I, the books. we got old textbooks in, in Catholic schools, so the books are not the issue. What is going on? Yeah, you
1: know, there, is, there is a lot going on, and I know you've got a lot to say, and I wish I could give you a whole show no, to sure. say it. But I really appreciate you joining us. Um, I've I've read every article that's covered you, and boy, you've got a lot to say. And I hope you do something about it. I really do. I hope that you're motivated to, you know, try and affect change within the community and specifically your community.
0: Yeah, nothing's going to happen to be honest with you. It's a, it's a system of corruption. You know, the, the principals that control CPS, they can't change things. And they're cool with the way everything is flowing and how their checks are coming in. And so, Mr. Clark is not wanted. If you don't know about "Lean on Me," we're not shaking up the system like that. So, you know, it's just it's a it's a bad day in Chicago. I would tell you, if you don't have money and means, don't be poor and be black in Chicago. It's not a good place to be. Go Thank get you an apartment in Oakland or something.
1: <laughs> Thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. If you want to read more about what Rashid Bailey has to say, there are several different publications that have had in-depth in-depth interviews with him and it'll be interesting to see where he takes this uh coming up next if you're on linkedin we're going to tell you what you need to watch out for there but first to check on weather and traffic with mary